Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerdtastic in 3D, episode number 81. My name is Jason Carter. I'm Josh Sabrat. Ocho! Una? Uno. I'm Jack Eckler. Oh, no. I'm Sean Fennel. I'm Jack Eckler. I'm Jack I'm Jack Eckler. I'm Jack Eckler, too. His name was Jack Eckler. This is a sexy-ass show today. The Curious Case of Jack Eckler. Kernster? Oh, what? What? What's your name? Oh, what'd you, what'd you call it? My name's Sean Kearney, and I'm drinking an icy that I got for free at DreamWorks Commissary. <laughs> Don't say that out loud. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that he can say out loud. Spoiler alert. <laughs> not what song? I thought you called him Cunster, and I, I, <laughs> I this literally was going to give you props. Like, look at you, Kernster. Kernster. This is the first time Kernster. we've all been. That was my nickname. Uh, back together. General oh, I'm Liz Heron. This is that was the nah. worst name introduction we've ever we done. It's a terrible name Gecklers. too. Hey, it's the end of the year. Hey, this is I'm drunk. This is our annual Ooh, Christmas are? episode, oh. or some people like to know uh, uh, refer to it as the Goatee episode. You'll or, find out why. Or the holiday episode. But before we get there, yeah, because we we're, we're multicultural. multicultural. And speaking of which, does anyone here know what uh, nationality Santa is? Lashalam Uh Apparently, he's white. <laughs> 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 what does that even mean? That's not even a thing. Oh, that's kind, yes. of, that's kind of racist, dude. Kinda. Kinda. No, that, that came out wrong. Wow. <laughs> that came out wow. wrong. And the fact that it even came out. Yeah. There's. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? Assalamualaikum. Wow. But that's not a Malaikum salam. That's not a nationality. Can I tell you a theory oh, I have about Jay? Oh, poor Jason's no. never going to finish. He's so <laughs> embarrassed now. Look at the camera. I believe that Jay Pecco is constantly on the verge of having a stroke. <laughs> Do you smell toast? So just think about that for the no, rest of the show. No, it's almonds when you have a stroke. That's, that's pretty almonds. much. Smells like that, almonds in here. Uh, you smell like nuts. That's, that's he legitimately uh, knew <laughs> how racist his moment was. I, and I love it. It just kind of <laughs> look fell out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I it tripped and fell down the stairs yeah. out of your mouth. So what nationality is Santa? Uh, He's North Polish. Uh, no, that was our Saturday Live this week. Oh, was it? Drunk Uncle Santa. Oh, that's right. Drunk Uncle Santa. How did that go over? As good as this one? <laughs> About the same. Hey, we're going to be coming at you with lots of Christmas jokes this evening. <laughs> not we, not we, you. The. <laughs> the. The Pe- Punisher. Pe- Pecco hey, brought Jack up a great guys. point. Yeah. We're all here. Seven. Like the entire <clears throat> team and crew and is here. Seven. <laughs> yeah, as Jason I had to go goes get up more fingers. Hey. Yeah. Uh, did you guys hear that story recently about no, the. No, no, no. Oh, let him have it. It's go, Christmas. go, go, go. I'm, I'm, I'm let with him you. Let have it. It's Christmas. The Beyonce album that did it really well? <gasps> nah. Yeah. Are we talking didn't. about the Beyonce no. album? No. I know so, you weren't. Hey, did you hear the story about the... Uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't even look at the internet. Hey, today. what do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? <laughs> what? 
You start to feel crummy. Tinselitis. <laughs> hey, Whoa. that's good. That's good. I, I like that. Do you guys it. hear about that Viking named Rudolph the Red? Use tinsel that much? No. no. Uh, he looked out the window one day and he goes, "It's going to rain." To which his wife replied, "How could you possibly know that it's going to rain?" And then he proudly declared, "Rudolph the Red knows rain, dear." Mm-hmm. <laughs> why? Why did he have to be a Viking? Oh, because Rudolph the Red. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love how Jay's Yay! bad joke we all laughed that just because it was Jay saying it. Jay says we're like, son of a bitch. No, no. <laughs> um, hey. Why was hey. Santa Claus helped love, so I down? love all of you. Yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure Jay's I love all drunk. of you. Go to hell. Why is Santa upside down? No, why what? was Santa Claus's help so down? Claus's? Help so down? Like they, the elves? They, they, have, they have low elf esteem. As, as low a, elf esteem. As, as, as Already on the joke, app. Asalakalikum. Hey. What is the best Christmas present in the world? Oh, God. Oh. Mm. Uh, Super Scope 6, circa 1994. <laughs> 1992, maybe. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't directed at you. I, no, I saw. Uh, it's a broken. Just in uh, general. A broken drum. It's a blanket. <laughs> Wait, what was it? I'm sorry. I a, a broken it. drum. You just can't beat it. Moving on. <laughs> He's so happy about that yes. one. Look at him. He's really happy about that one. I kind of really wish that it was just dead air for a good <laughs> minute straight after that. This one's for all you sports fanatics out oh, there. Boy. How did Scrooge. Sports-tastic. How did Sean Gurney. <laughs> how did Scrooge win the football game? Uh, the ghost of ghost of Christmas passed. Him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie said that's part of that joke. <laughs> she said that so stone cold face too. She's like, that's how you answer that, right? <laughs> All right. Topic. What, what do you call? Oh, no, I gotta cut. If you, you have no a fear of it. Santa, oh, no. claustrophobic. Happy Christmas, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing. Well, this is our last show for the year. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is our last show. Liz is here. Yay. This is the last show of the year. Last show of the year. Last y'all. show of the year. Of the year. The yes. calendar year. The calendar yes. year. Now we're not talking about the financial year. No, we're not talking about FYS. Okay. The fiscal, fi- the, the the fiscal year. Fiscal year ends in what, Wednesday March? Next is Christmas, and the Wednesday after that is... I think well, it ended in October, didn't it? Right? Huh? Somewhere around tax time, isn't it? It's March. I thought so. But So let's talk about Cool Link of the Day I got sent, that I sent out to... Jason. I sent out to a few people. Uh, I think Josh got it on the site. This group who I'm... I'm it's either Australia or New Zealand. Got together at... Right, yeah, was it New Zealand? Yeah. Is it the Maddest guy? I don't. I don't know. I, I, it's on Facebook. It's on our Facebook page. No, the links up there. It's not Mattis who listens to Nerd Test. No, no. It is. I, I wish it was. I Mattis. I wish it was you. Um, these guys got together at a friend's house and thought it would be amazing to rewire his plumbing. <laughs> rewire plumbing? That's amazing. Replumb? Is that is that is that yeah the proper? I guess, I guess re, you replumb. Re, rerun the plumbing. Rejoin plum plumbum. Yeah. Re, yeah. Go ahead. What? Ten years. Yeah. Continue. Anyways, you they replumbed his entire house connected to a set, uh, I think it was about six kegs of beer. Ooh. So every faucet, sink, shower, everything had a, had basically beer running through it. And they show the process. It's it's 
it's fascinating to me to watch them go under. They had a plumber with them, <laughs> set all this up. Not only that, it's cold beer. So the best part is when they're going through the house and testing it, and they set cameras up on all the faucets, is they look through and they flip it, and it's when the, they have to drain the line of water before the beer comes out, but every time it's like liquid gold. Like if they did, <laughs> yeah, it's no, just like the like, oil. Yay! Like, is it move over the next that's one, all I can like, think about is like, we found it, oil. Wait for it all of a sudden, changes color. Yay! They, <laughs> they, they the run one. into the house next door to, to monitor these 14 cameras as the family comes home. The best is the first part with the wife. The wife walks into the sink, and, and husband hasn't done anything, and she turns the sink on, she's like, oh, oh there's, well, there's something wrong, clearly with the sink. The husband, though, it's walks up. the worst up. New Zealand accent I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sink, mate. <laughs> I, literally, I was going to sound really worse. bad. That's we really we bad. have a New Zealand fan, and you just offended him. That's not true. Yeah. I'm not going to do it, Mattis. I'm not going to do it. Do it. I want to hear your New Zealand I accent. Hear New Zealand no, I'll sound, I, I don't, I don't do it well. Josh, Josh probably can do it better than I can. He'll sound too Kiwi it up. Kiwi it up. Go. It's like Fly to the Concord. Yeah. Do that. He's a Brie. There you go. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's a yeah. There you go. That's all he knows. Oh, that's, the husband that's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm willing to so do. So far, Sean Fennels has been the best because he hasn't talked. Yeah. <laughs> the husband walks up to the sink. He does it. And he does one of those finger tests. He puts his finger in it and has to like, and he smells a little bit like, what the fuck is Sounds coming like out of my just rust? But then he goes in the bathroom yeah. too. He's like, holy shit, it's coming out of every faucet in the house. So they're waiting for it. They're like, well, we know he's a smart individual. He's eventually going to go into the house. So they have a camera under the house as well. Mm-hmm. He gets under and he's, he's in this like whole jump. Oh, and he, before he does this, mind you, he takes a picture with his cell phone of him filling up a glass of beer from his sink <laughs> just in case it stops by the time he, he goes under the I house. I need to document this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure it's on Instagram somewhere. And uh, <laughs> he goes under and the first thing, like his face lights up as he realizes his house is attached to like uh, just army of kegs. Jeez. Followed by him answering the door or coming around the corner to his mob of twenty five friends who are like, "Can we come yeah, and with get all some empty drink? beer mugs?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's like a line down the block." Jason doesn't even like beer, and I sent it to him because I knew he'd appreciate it. It was awesome. My only thought was, it's a, it's such a, a an elaborate setup for such a small payoff. I didn't you. think so. Yeah, I didn't think so. I thought it was yeah. epic. I mean, I suppose they could drain the kegs, but then, like, what happens when they want to take a shower? Mm-hmm. You just hook up uh, the line. You shower and beer. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I do that every morning. Keeps my skin soft. I didn't make it. You die of fixation. It's, like it's like that. It's like that Futurama episode where where the benders like start converting all the water in the world to alcohol to burn, and everyone's drunk. <laughs> Everyone is drunk all the time. It's amazing. That's the world I want to live in. It's here, a world here. you do live in, Jay. It's called Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. So I got a PSA. Okay. A public service announcement, <clears throat> which Liz just learned what that meant. I knew what it meant. No, I did you? It meant something different. Is this about them banning all the plastic bags in Los Angeles? Because fuck that law. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there it's now. It's not all LA. Oh, and, it charge, it just and charging you 10 cents for All bags. of LA. Yeah. Los Angeles up, County. It's been up near us for a long time. It hasn't, it hasn't. But it is all Los Angeles County now officially. So um, there is an iPhone game that uh, has come to my attention called Dead Man's Draw that has gained – it's been pretty popular for a little while, uh, and it's now free. It's usually, I believe, $1.99. It's free right now. How Super, did it come to your attention? Uh, joystick.com, I believe. I believe it was Sean Kearney before a podcast three weeks ago. <laughs> was it? Did you talk about that game? I told you that you should download it. Oh, I must have missed that. 
Well, then Sean Kearney told me about it, so I'm just repeating what you already said. Uh, No, but the game is is free right now, super addicting, super fun, and just a little shout-out. I guess the app's done well enough, and it's uh, um, been uh, popular enough for them to get onto Kickstarter or explore doing an actual physical version of the game. So free, check it out. Uh, By the time you're listening to this, it might not be free, so check it out now. Now free to play. Draw if you dare. It's super simple, very fun. On that same note, I have been addicted to Tiny Death Star. I've been playing that too. Mm. I, uh, I've heard of this. Can't even install it on my phone. Stupid old phone. Now, what I find Get interesting though is that four hundred dollar new phone. Some of those games that I played, the the, the freemium <laughs> games, there's always been usual moments where I, I'm enticed to pay. I'm enticed to give some money over for whatever reason. I like it so much, or there's something that's enticed me. I do love this game right now. There is nothing they offer that is enticing me in the slightest. I, I, I talked to Liz the other day about this. Like I was trying to explain it. Like, which I, I'm just curious what you guys think from over there. I, and I know you guys aren't necessarily on that project, but like I, I, I don't, I don't know what it is exactly. But for this game in particular, I feel like it gives you enough in the free that it's fun enough and it's doing what it needs to do. That there is nothing that when I go to the menu to look like oh I could spend money that I. That I feel like right at that moment I need to skip something. I I don't, I don't know. What, like it's not giving me anything. What would you spend money on? Do you think? Or I don't. Do I don't know. And that's and that's Boba what Fett. I really would, no. But like, even the Boba Fett, I feel like if I played it long enough, yeah. they're just going to give me that as a. a I think that enough. that's a, a product of the company that like we worked with, mm-hmm. Nimble yeah, uh, Nimblebit. Is it? Mm-hmm. They're very and all the games, all their free to play games mm-hmm. I've ever played, they're very generous in, in what they do. So. Uh, and I find that awesome. Yeah, and they're they're a smaller studio, so they can afford to be. Um, but they like I, I played uh, Pocket Planes the same way. I played for probably a month, and I didn't feel like I ever needed to pay or that I really ever wanted to. But I wanted to support them, so I I did end up buying an in app purchase. But the the game itself is it, it never you never get to that point where you're like oh this is where they want me to to pay that money. You know what I mean? But I know from a business standpoint, clearly. Yeah. It, I mean, it's in there to to make, you know, that, that, that's hope, their hope behind that, right? Yeah. Was to make some money, and I don't, yeah, and I, and that's the thing, I couldn't put like the nail on the head exactly. What what would have what would it take for me to want yeah. to spend money on that game? Okay, and maybe it's just that game. I'm gonna throw something out there. So in the freemium, like free to play kind of world, there's a there's a to be a successful business, you have to do what you're talking about. You have to have an app that has a moment that's going to hopefully entice people to spend money. You're going to have a big percentage, a majority of people that don't ever spend money, but if you can get a little bit of money from people, then that hopefully will be revenue enough for you to continue. So I've, I just came to me literally as you were talking about this, but I came up with the most brilliant way to monetize free apps. It just came to me. You ready for this? You really want to say that now for everyone? I do. Yeah, because the execution would be right. But you so, wouldn't say the DreamWorks password to, <laughs> to connect to their Wi-Fi that you need to be. Okay, everybody, listen up. Here's the deal. I thought they erased that from your brain. When you, you have this game that is completely free to play. Okay, yeah. totally okay. free. I'm the whole board. thing is free. <laughs> follow, follow. Hooray! It's out there on the line. Will it work on my phone? After each level, or after you know your turn, or whatever it is, uh, there is a five-minute-long hamster dance video. Or narwhals video that plays, and you can't skip it mm-hmm. unless you buy skips. This comes out and goes, "Hump day," 
and it just so keeps doing it every every minute. Over, is it every minute or every two over, minutes? After your turn, every time. I would but just not play. Like, yeah, I'm pretty game. sure you would yeah. just uninstall it. Why wouldn't you just delete yeah. that game? No, because this game is super let's, fun. Let's Five so minutes. Well, that's amazing. Oh. So now you have to, you have to oh, make a game that's yeah. super it's fun super engaging. Fun. That's, that's cake. <laughs> well, oh, Kearney's uh, now on board. You lied to me earlier. So you've seen... You've seen the thing where I'm going to have an ad after this level or ad after this turn. That's out there. That's maybe, been done. Maybe what, you should test that the way that they test certain streets with that, you know, they don't really know what speed limit to put on where you just kind of let people drive a distance, you know, a speed, and then say, yeah, that seems like the right that amount of time. Yeah. I Look, yeah. I'm telling you, the Narwhals video for five minutes straight, and you just have to sit through it, or, or... This is a Jane made for Jason Carter. You, yeah. you, uh... You buy skips. There's not a single I'd like person five skips for 99 cents. Not a single please. person at this table would keep playing it after no. the narwhal video. There's Even if you no told me game. there's a pot of gold at the enough. end of the narwhal video. A pot of gold. I don't honestly know what the narwhal video is. I don't even know. I don't, it, I, I don't either, it. but does uh, it sound fun? No, I'm guessing it's all. magical, though. It's coming, though. How about if it was yeah. Jason Carter doing it's stand up comedy? Would you skip? Would you? See, well, would, she would pay. No. She would, uh, you know what? I awesome. wouldn't. I Microphone wouldn't skip. and everything. The Laugh Factory sign behind him. Let's do I wouldn't. This. I wouldn't skip that because I would then have Beatles to have a free on. hand, and I would not have a free hand because I would be reaching for two knives to slip my own throat. <laughs> Oh, two. Well, two knives. Thought a lot about that one. Yeah. Going in. Graphics. <laughs> if I didn't have to see whatever's happening, yeah, the song I could maybe get into. Who's playing a game in one more minute? <laughs> How many views did this have? <laughs> no. Jason, do your dance. Do your dance. Yeah, do that dance. Oh, that's that's that was great radio, that. by the way. Great radio. Hold on, how many views does that video have? Uh, thirty-five million. That's what's wrong. Right? Rethink is, your career, my friend. No, like, honestly, don't ever choose jury trial because chances are, like, half of your jury saw that stupid video. And they were like, and they dug it. Just go with the judge. At least they went to college. At least you can guarantee they went to college. <laughs> So if you had five minutes of that looping over and over and over, and I'd, I'd break my phone. Go, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure you'd you be don't like have that. You to break your phone. You can keep you your can phone, spend one dollar. How about this? Or spend, I can it. <laughs> this is even better. Spend one dollar for an infinite amount of skips. But then I'd have to Why physically I... skip it. I'd have to hit a button. You just proposed the exact amount of many games are using, which is... Pay money and remove ads yes. from the scan. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's not really. The, the, ad, the ad will always be there. No. No. Oh, see, oh, you're, you're you can just skip it. It's interactive. You can what? skip it. So maybe there's a day when you and want it's not to an watch ad. it. It's just narwhals. It's, it's just narwhals. It hey, it's exchangeogram. It's not Instagram. It's hey, exchangeogram. I'm telling you, there is genius <laughs> in this you idea. Share yeah. pictures. No. I think you can make on it the line with friends. All right, I kid. Who knows? You might be out. You take a picture. You want to share it with your friends. What do you do? You put it on the line. You put it on the line. What now? What did one angel say to the other angel? Oh, boy. Halo there. Do we have topics? (laughs) We must. We we have, like, the biggest topic ever? Actually, I'll stop. We're just delaying it. I'll I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. Sean? Is it the only How about some nerd corner? I saw your phone. All I saw you you had something on your phone. I don't have the energy for this anymore. Wait a second. Our show's called Nerdtastic. Shouldn't every corner be nerd corner? 
Well, no. There's only four Clearly corners not. in this room. Why don't we do Sports Corner with me? Why don't we do Beyonce? <laughs> oh, Bears. You want to do a Sports Corner? I'll, I'll do Sports Corner next. might butter me up for the uh, I'm gonna oh, find next. It. No, I do right. have to do it next because I got to find Wait, my Wait, you of all people are going to do a Sports Corner. <sighs> That's so why it's funny. All right. And Sean, go. So I'll give my Mars One update. Yay! Because Yay! Mars One. Um, who doesn't want to go lost? to Mars? I mean, really. Who, who doesn't want to go to Mars? Venus? <laughs> yeah. Uh... Jupiter came in a close second, though. Um, so yeah, they they announced the, the project announced that they have um, slated Lockheed Martin and SSTL to provide the first unmanned missions to Mars. They will be doing those companies will be doing the prototypes. They'll be helping plan those missions that will take the unmanned landers and. So more than one. And man them? Yes. Well, I also read that, or I saw a video that NASA put out of their, their biped robot, and they said they're going to be sending those guys Rad. to, the, uh, to Mars to prep landing. Jason, what, can so you... Send a Skynet in before... Can you refresh oh, my memory? So Mars One is a... It's not a government thing. It's a public thing. It is a public thing. It is a private... Is it an organization? Yeah. It's a private organization. And, and they're starting crowdfunding. They're doing a crowdfunding <coughs> campaign launch to get monies to do the whole deal. Looks like. Really? Is that yeah. going to be an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter? Good question. Let's see. It says here that they are going to do an Indiegogo. Boom. With many credible perks that allow everyone <laughs> to truly be part of the Mars One 2018 mission. Crowdfunding. So does that mean it's it if it don't they don't secure the funding it won't happen or is this just it may it may if they don't secure the funding it may push their their launch. Um, roadmap. Okay. But, yeah. They may never make it there. But the goal is to get humans on Mars by 2024, and the unmanned missions will go up six years before the humans do. Liz, that's and the humans go in two. Humans go in two groups. Um, I told my son about this uh, recently, and he said, "That's cool." I want to go to Mars. And I was like, go sign up. I should send a video. I should have him do like a recruitment video. But like, I want to go to Mars. Here's the deal. Send me to Mars. So say this happens. Say he's 18. I don't know. Whenever this would happen, would you be comfortable with him going? Yeah. Would you? Okay. Yeah. You'd never see him again. I think it'd be again. super cool. I'd never see him again. But it'd be Ever? amazing knowing How that my son was brave enough Many a year. to be yeah. the first person and I don't to try think to go I don't Mars. think the setup is to come back, right, with those people? No, they don't. They're going to live there. Yeah, that's ever. what I thought. Forever. It's like colonization. And then eventually we'll just send all the prisoners but out there. But your be son's name yes. will forever <laughs> be in a book. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. That exactly. One of the first colonies. Fennel will yeah. live on. Fennel the name will live Fennel on will live on. As the first first person to colonize so get, another planet. So That's a I, big I, I, deal. Can that's you FaceTime when you're there? How like, many how sci-fi <laughs> books are built so. around the work. colonization of other planets being one of the mainstays of how those... Things happen. Ender's game. And what if they said? What if they said to you, "Like, well, we're, we accept your son. The only pr- he he wants you to go with him." Would you go? Hmm. I don't know if I'd pass any of the physicals at that time, but uh, semi- old man, sort of along yeah. the space uh, talk. China launched their first ever uh, lunar lander. They landed on the moon uh, this last <laughs> week, or la- sorry, last week with a human. I don't know. I don't believe so. I haven't. The tran- Google Translate. I think it was, was a monkey. R- it only takes a year to get to Mars. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Really? Serious. Yeah, but the, the welcome to 1964. Oh, is Sputnik up there? The Mars One is the idea is that they send you, they don't bring you back. 
What yes. if you what if you get a panic attack or something? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> what if you have just I got a really bad headache? Oh, I'm sorry. It was Iran. Yeah. That take a jog. <laughs> China did not send. Uh, that's racist. Yeah. No, it's not. That's just a fact. Okay. That's, that's, a fact. Jack. On board. that's a fact, Jack. I'm in. Are you guys ready for Sports Corner? Uh, not yet. Uh, another one from Space. <laughs> He's looking up Sports Corner. Another one from Space Corner. It sort of is. Space. When did this turn to Space Corner? They found a new, ex- they found a new exomoon. Is that what you're going to say? I wasn't, but that's I, I interesting. That. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, no, I was going to say I saw the teaser trailer for Christopher Nolan's Interstellar. And oh, was blown yeah. away. I don't think I've what were you blown away about? There's not much. In is there a teaser? Do they show <laughs> anything? Do they you were not anything? blown away. I'm serious. That was the most impactful teaser trailer I've seen in a while. Is it on what, YouTube? Stock footage of a shuttle. It's the monologue. It's a you, shuttle. Here's the great thing about that it's teaser. I'll, I'll post a link to it. You. It sets up exactly Ooh. what the movie's about without giving you anything about it. You don't see hardly anything in the movie at all. But it. Just oh, because of the monologue, you know exactly what that movie's going to be about. It is brilliant. Inter- interstellar. Uh, I will... Actually, Jack will grab the link and post it right now. This but one? I have, it's one. seriously so impactful to me. I've seen it. It's boring. It's awesome. So the interesting thing about Mars is because of the different orbits of Earth and Mars, the planet can be anywhere from 54.6 million kilometers from Earth to 401 million kilometers. Really? Full screen it. Find ourselves. This is good radio. Did you guys, did you guys know how the dinosaurs died? How they died? Yeah. Yeah. How? Gulf of Mexico. Comment. Yeah, well, how, how did they die? What did they die of? Asphyxiation. That's incorrect. <laughs> There's a new theory that suggests they died of basically melting. <laughs> They what? melted. They the died of melting. Yeah. I'm sure they. A- I actually think that they died from a bunch of different things. Can you but- melt? Can a biological organism just melt? Wouldn't you just catch okay, fire? So that's probably. I couldn't think of the right thing to say, but it, the air got really. It was like being in an oven. Right, right. No, guys. So you, I, they, you were cooked alive. No, cooked alive. You, you know what? I heard what it was. I think they died of unprotected Tyrannosaurus sex. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, why was? Yay. Hey, why was six afraid of seven? Because eight, eight was a eight, six nine. offender. No, registered six offender. Seven was a registered six offender. There it is. I actually like so go over the, I go the dinosaur death thing with my kid all the yeah, time. That's it's new. Super this is episode terrible, of radio terrible that radio, Jack. That's terrible radio. So, Hello. All right. This is, this is right. horrible radio. <laughs> Um, Let's just do Matthew McConaughey impersonation. We're gonna edit this out. Don't worry. That's all he says in Magic Mike. Lame. Over. You guys should see that movie. Lame. Uh, the dinosaurs died from a bunch of different things. The That's first thing was the in, yes, the initial impact destroyed a whole host of dinosaurs, both from air just combusting, including fishy dinosaurs. Air combusting. Like for the um, immediate that. impact. Um, also, uh, let's see, all of the dust that was thrown into the air, when it came back down, it caked all of them, and they were buried in dust. It Aww. caused volcanoes, which also buried them in dust. And then the entire temperature of the planet changed. So anything that was left over, which there wasn't much, died from the, temperature falls. The theory that right? they, they baked to death is based on the fact that when the gigantic six-mile-wide and long comet or meteor or whatever hit the Earth... It shot up this microscopic plume of basically glass particles that left the atmosphere behind where the 
uh, asteroid had entered, mm-hmm. and when it all came back in, it created so much heat because it was like spread throughout the entire world because it wrapped around because of the gravity. Uh, Twelve. They said it, they think it was like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred degrees all over the world on top of you know the Earth and on top of the ocean for an extended period of time. That's and awesome. Like how long? That's like cool what's theory. an extended period of time? Years, uh, months. No, years? no, I'm getting at like at what point could you, if you were underground, if you if your job was underground as a dinosaur? No, no, no. I'm <laughs> like now. If this happened now, I, uh, I was trying to think of the number. The number. The number. You know that the Flintstones aren't real, right? Like, it wasn't you. a thing Thank that you, happened. Please. You're welcome. I, the the I think the what, what, what do you think the number of people who would actually live? I I I have no idea, but I think it was. Uh, they said like there, you definitely could have survived if you were like. Less or greater than 300 feet below the surface of the ocean, and then four inches below ground. So like, because dirt, I guess, is such a good insulator that four inches below ground, the the temperatures are normal. Yeah, I think the temperature is like 68 degrees constantly, Constant, about yeah. a foot below the earth. But as uh, the it, I'd never heard that. That's the exact reason you have to really interesting. bury sprinkler pipes uh, 18 inches, is so that you're below the frost line. Mm-hmm. Boom. I'll look at you. Permafrost. We're so. just learning something. Check it out. All day. Glass in the air. So far, this is an amazing goatee. It also means that geothermal heating is Go-dee a real episode. deal. I don't know about that. I've never spor- listened to We're going to Sports Corner. We're going to go over to Sports Corner with Sean Kearney. Well, hey, hey there, oh. sports fans and sports fanettes. And welcome to Sports Corner. My name's Sean Kearney, and I'm here with all the heavy hits and the terrible touchdowns. <laughs> Hey, it's coming together, yeah. Houston Rockets are losing, are finding their footing as they meet up against the struggling Chicago Bulls. Houston 31, Chicago 29. Should have totally gone before. Hey, wait, hey, can you go ahead and just kick that back to him? Hey, <laughs> welcome to Nerdtastic 3D, where we have a special edition of Sports Corner with our own Sean Kearney. Hey, Sean. Oh, hey guys, it's me, Sean Cody with Sports Corner. Hey guys, are you feeling a little bit chilly? Well, NFL VP Frank something said, said that for Super Bowl XLV1111, he's fine with it snowing over at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. All right, guys, got a quick touchdown question for you. Hey, do you think Kirk Cousins is going to light up the Cowboys the way backups Josh McCown and Matt Flynn have? Jason Pega, what do you think? False. False. Well, I disagree. What about Damon, Damian Lillard? I hear he took clutch to a whole new level. This second-year guard drained a three-pointer to bury the Cleveland Cavaliers on Tuesday. What, 19 to 116? That would be impressive enough on its own. But one added to his game winner over the Pistons. Just one game earlier on Sunday. Lillard's shot becomes part of a pretty impressive trade. All right, guys, that's all we've got for today. But remember... Keep shooting baskets towards the stars, and even if you miss, one of them will land on the moon. All right, back to you, Beckler. Thanks, Sean. That's sponsored by Jim Deere. Not John. His little brother, Jim Deere. I like him. I like him a lot. 
Bravo, oh, sir. Wow. I feel like I know a lot about sports now. Yeah. <laughs> what did you just re- open up like Chicago Tribune sports, sports page? Uh, I, I have some sources. <laughs> ESPN.com. Uh, FoxSports.com. You scared Jason Carter away. Jason Carter's gone. He's left the building. So now that Jason Carter's gone, hey, Liz. Yeah. You just spent some money on iTunes. What'd you buy? Whoa! <laughs> I bought the new Beyonce album. What's that? Oh, well. What's a Beyonce? Um, <laughs> what's a Beyonce? And do we need to buy it too? Yeah. Um, yes. Is she the no, one that's married to Jay-Z? Uh, that is correct, yes. And she released all right, a all right, secret thanks. album on Thursday night at midnight and crashed iTunes and broke all sorts of records. She crashed sales. iTunes? Yeah, she crashed iTunes. She crashed into uh, iTunes. Apple is uncrashable. Next week on she Sports crashed. Corner, we're going to be talking about NASCAR. <laughs> all the crashes. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's there's words that if you say them, sports guy comes out. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's understandable. It's like yeah. a Pee Wee Herman episode. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Word of the day. Oh, only God. there's a lot of them. Yeah. What's your What's your uh, impression of, of the um, answer? Was it album? worth the crash? Yes, I know it's a great album, and it's a, it's. Uh, Explain what well, was cool about album. this. Yeah, so it's a it's a concept album. She released the whole album plus um, videos for every song. Plus, like I think there were like two bonus videos. Mm, don't look at me like uh, that. Because you, you do know. Because <laughs> your wife bought it too. Um, but yeah, but you couldn't buy anything as a single. You had to buy it as a complete album. Mm-hmm. And there but was you no got all the videos. You got, you got all the videos. You got, you got all the songs. Yeah. And there was no advertising. It was just, um, I think she put like something out on Instagram and, and a tweet and is on this, Facebook. And then that was it. Did she do this through a label or is this her own thing? Yeah, and, she's with Columbia Records. Okay. And um, she was supposed to release an album early next year. And that, like that was kind of the, the rumor or whatever. That she was working on something, and then she just dropped it on a Thursday. Why is she a liar? I don't think she's a liar. I think you know it's just hype. Mm. Yeah, she's just a liar. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. Do I remember what? I was gonna make it. It just got weird. Skim really tense. Sports sports corner over there got weird. (laughs) That's when you know I've been laughing for the last like half minute, five minutes or so. Uh, because of the... You have to go pee. <laughs> no. Keep <laughs> <laughs> shooting baskets towards the stars. <laughs> like, that visual in my head of like, really the good. kid who doesn't know basketball at all, who shoots it straight up, mm-hmm. is brilliant. You know who that, that man grew up to be? Sean Kemp of the Seattle Supersonics. Heard of him? I have! <laughs> I know, Sports Corner. He's <laughs> rude. I know. Son of a bitch. <laughs> He's talking to himself. <laughs> Just brilliant. Oh, man. I finally, the game of the year, right? Oh, yeah, what? We want to go to game of the year? I guess. So, sorry, I finally saw Sean had talked about, <coughs> Fennel had talked about Michael Jordan trying to sell his house. It, it didn't sell. No, no. Well, it didn't? It did. No, it did. The original, what was the original cost? The original, it was like 21 or it was tw- 29. It was 29 million. He originally had wanted for it. I, saw, I finally saw pictures. It's an insane home. I mean, 23 Tar Heel Lane. He mm-hmm. dropped it by t- 9 or 10 million. Yeah. Oh, it's a steal. Couldn't still oh, couldn't. It went to auction, thirteen mil. 13. Wow! Oh, wow! It has it has pocket a full change, NBA pocket. Trump. Did you see the pictures? Oh, I saw the whole insane. video. Uh, it's insane. I hear he built it brick by brick. <laughs> like that's a basketball term for missing a basket. <laughs> Not like Michael Jordan, little pig. Only if he was on the Wizards. Oh. Oh. Way to bring us down, <laughs> oh, Jesus. <God>. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> Harsh, bro. Racist, bringing shit down. Who are you? Yeah. Where's the Pekka? Where's the Pekka? I, I can't. I can't allow Michael Jordan's name to be tarnished that way. Oh God. Yes. All right. Well. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's before, Michael Jordan? Before American we classic. get to Game of yeah. the Year, uh, I think it's worth mentioning that uh, yesterday, that season two episode one of The Walking Dead. Uh, came out and that's a game that we have praised incredibly highly on this show it's one we all played I think just about all of us I'm playing it actually right now all, the first season yeah and as we yeah. speak well mm-hmm. anyways oh figuratively we have been we can't I can't speak highly enough of this game it it's is on my emotionally did, did gripping did you play it's the, uh, the extension 400 yes, days yes I did I did did you like it it was okay I don't think it was quite enough time to invest in the characters uh, but it was interesting. I, I actually kind of liked the achievements. There were a couple of achievements that I had to go back and play an entire like episode to kind of get an achievement. So I thought that was kind of cool. A couple of endings that went like... Because like, that game can have conversation trees that end to like a certain decision one way or the other that are big. But usually the series of events happens a specific way. But there are a couple of things in the 400 DLC where you could make a decision and the end of that particular section would turn out wildly different. And I'm not talking about like, you know, you have this character with you or you choose who lives or who dies. It's it's uh, like the series of events at the end of that section is just completely changed, completely does, different. Does your, uh, what you've done in the first season play into to 400 Days or is it completely standalone? It's standalone. There is, uh, there is a cameo. Let's call it a cameo, like a throw, a throwback, uh, unfortunate throwback, a throwback to the the season one. But it's it's really a standalone thing. So I, <clears throat> it turns out I actually have a friend on that game, and it, it it made me think about something. Like very rarely do I think, and, and you got you guys who are still on games, very rare do people get to work on a game that either they're excited about for one, even if it's a new franchise. Or they get to go to a studio to work on a game that they've dreamed about wanting to work on. Um, the the friend I know, and I just recently realized where he was at. Um, he was at a, he went to Full Sail. He left. He actually ended up at Genuine Games after I left to work on the, the two fifty cent games. After I left, he went back to Full Sail in Orlando to keep teaching. But he got a job. Is it who who works on it? Is it Telltale? Telltale. He got a job at Telltale, and he posted this thing on Facebook the other day about that. About like how much he had loved the first one, loved the franchise, and it was like a dream to go work. And he's like, it's living up to everything he had ever hoped. And he's like, that's it was rare. just very, it, exactly. And as I read that, that's what yeah. hit me. I'm like, dude, I don't know anybody who gets a chance to do that shit. Because most of the time those studios... It doesn't turn out. Yeah, that's those. it. Everything you dream of. Yeah, when yeah, I, when I walked in and got told I was working on Fight Club when I moved out here, I, and the concept art was up, and it was like, I, my Quake clan was called Project Mayhem. I was like... Freaked out. I'm like, I'm, whatever you want me to do. Am I cleaning floors? What, I, what am I, I like? I was over, and Those then I watched it do this clean. shit. I mean, I, I did. Yeah. Uh, Mike Yash, we had from Naughty. We both, were, like, both of us. He's like, it was the same thing. I walked in, and the concept art alone sold. It just sold it. Like you, you wanted to work on this, regardless if it was five years after the movie it came out. Yeah. Um, but the realities usually change. That's just how. Produ- same with movies for us. You know, productions. Yes. You, you see the original ideas, and you watch it just go to the shitter. He was saying sort of like that's not the case. Like it's just a living up to everything he had ever hoped, and and I'm sure there's titles like that. Even though I feel like my my love of Call of Duty, if I went to go work at one of those studios, I'd be like, man, mm. fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> dude, can you just pay me to play, dude? I'll, I mean, I'll, I'm gonna go work on movies, come back and Gotta play, play, and play. then <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. Major League Gaming. They will pay you. Yeah. Major League, MLG. MLG, baby. MLG. They I play with some they MLG guys. Pay. They won't pay you. They won't pay you. You might be able to Ridiculous, win some money. Dude. No, yeah. they, they won't pay me. The guys, the guys who play, like, I, so I, I, I play with a Zim and I play with a mouse and a <clears> keyboard. Yeah. And I think I'm hot shit. These guys, and Josh has played with some, some of the guys we play with with controllers, I literally would probably level some of the guys I used to play with on PC who are rock stars. Like, yeah. it just... But they also, you know, that's how they were raised. It's a different generation of kids who they've grown up on console compared to when I was younger. Everybody was on mouse and keyboard, and they're just insane. Like Fonz and those guys who play MLG and go to the tournaments, dude. They're like, the, yeah. Just, the craziest thing about Fonz is that when it's the jukebox. <laughs> I was gonna say he didn't put any money in it. I was gonna say his plays. ability to go over sharks tanks. Amazing yeah. in a motorcycle. Amazing. He gets a little fresh Tyson, with Mrs. C sometimes. Tyson, I love you, buddy. <laughs> Keep up the good work. We'll sponsor you someday. Hey! We'll sponsor your MLG team someday. <laughs> so, Jason, are you saying that you're excited about Walking Dead Season 2? Are you going to play it? I am. Yeah, I haven't gotten into it yet, but <clears throat> Is it very, on very Xbox? Because I know one of the problems was with the first one is they – I thought I had heard that Telltale had some problems getting their episodic stuff. Because of the way that Microsoft works mm. with how they like approve things, that they got a little bit frustrated that they were like, man, on PSN and on uh, iOS and all that stuff, we can just like, when an episode's ready, put it up. But Microsoft, it got really difficult. Basically, yeah. <clears throat> instead of, so the way they had to do it on Microsoft, as far as I understand, is they had to release the game. Like, here's the game, and it contains episode one. And then all the other episodes were treated as DLC add ons. Mm. Gotcha. So, which is a little bit like counterintuitive to how sure. you would think about it, right? But that's how they ended up working. I don't know. It is on XBI. It's on XBI. Yeah. Cool. Makes sense. Does anybody, uh, well, I hope some people are Cut the Rope fans. Mm-hmm. That's out right Cut, now. Actually. It's out right now. I would imagine. Cut right? the Rope like 2 is coming out tonight. Oh, really? Cut the Rope 2. Yeah. That's like my favorite game. Ooh. I think it's my favorite mobile game of all time. It's such a good game. Anybody? That's a great game. No. That's a great game. I love it. Yeah. I okay. love everything about it, Jay. Play the demo. <laughs> yeah, and what, how how did you find the demo? It was interesting and fun. Well, it's good. Cut, cut, the uh, cut the rope. Cut the rope. Oh, cut the rope. Cut the rope is like the rich man's Angry Birds. When everyone was talking about Angry Angry Birds, like it was the greatest thing on earth. It was cut like, the rope was no, where it was cut at. Cut the rope was where it was at, and all the all cool right. kids were sitting at the lunch table with their leather jackets and their Probably cigarettes, playing it. cut the rope, being like. <laughs> What's up, dweebs? Yeah, cigarettes and leather jackets is equal cool. In the back of the bus, yeah. cut the rope. What are you looking at? Fresh sequel's not out yet, guys. So uh, nine o'clock. Did you get an X Bone? Nope. I got a PS4. Yep. Still doing just the PS4, but I've been playing Battlefield 4 on it. I'm like the exact opposite of you guys now because I'm playing PS4 Battlefield 4, and I must say that game is bonkers. Four by four. It's really cool. You what? Is it four by four? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, you, um, there are levels where you start out on a roof. And so the first, like you spawn on a roof, like in a multiplayer match, you spawn on a roof and then you just have to jump off the roof and just like pull out your um, parachute and just like swoop in the battle. Nice. It's very cool. But what's probably the coolest thing is I can play it in my bed on my Vita through remote play. That's and why I bought like a Vita. Does it, I mean, does it does it <laughs> look just? Does it? I mean, how's it, it looks how's exactly it look? the same. Seriously, it's, it's unreal. Like, um, it's definitely dependent on your Wi-Fi. Very and much. I will say, I don't think it's your <laughs> Wi-Fi. I think it's your LAN. And so I have an Apple Time Capsule, which is my router as well as a hard drive. And it, and like it's really good, right? And so 
I can play I, my place is like two and a half stories and I can play my TV's on like the bottom Dragon. story I'm making out well for myself guys it's been a good year no but I can play I'm only saying this so that I can explain to you how far I am from my PS4 with my Vita brick by brick <clears throat> brick by brick <laughs> and and it looks unreal it looks like I'm playing the PlayStation 4 on the Vita like Josh you can well, attest right you do remember well I don't that. have I don't have a oh, 4 no, yet I but I bought I bought a Vita 4 yeah. specifically well, that it, reason why it I looks it. exactly the same because it's literally streaming the video the video yeah. so it's not like down resing or anything yeah. uh, but I have I have the opposite situation I sit on my couch and try to play Killzone while my fiance watches TV Playing and it's Killzone. like Oh, is it bl- and choppy? And, and and I think it's play? my my my. I have like a, a the whatever Wi-Fi router they gave me with uh, Time Warner cable, and it sucks. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, the, the the functionality is like super easy. You press a button on the Vita, and it's like your game just through. flops over, and then yeah. you, can you send it back as well? Yeah, I mean, like, like you, you go back. And I forth. can play on my control. Like I could play on the Vita as my controller, looking at my TV if I wanted to. If the game but like, supports yeah. it too. But last night I didn't even use. I didn't even play a game on it. But um, we were watching TV on the couch, and I picked up my Vita, and I wanted to download something off of PSN, and it was cool. I just turned on the Vita. Uh, sorry, I turned on the PS4 through the Vita. Went, set up all the downloads, left it on. I don't think I turned it off. I think it's been on all day. No, 10 minutes. Guys, I need to 10 leave. minutes, man. Does it shut down? Okay, <laughs> good. So, but I, I set up my download and then was able to just like turn it off. And it's like super cool. Um, the only thing that sucks, so yeah. the only thing that sucks about it is that the R1 and <laughs> yes. L1 buttons are, are like automatically implemented as the rear touch screen. And the rear touch screen's got four parts of it that represent buttons. And it's super awkward. Like, the way they want you to hold it to use the back as a uh, a button is just like just doesn't feel right, you know. Like yeah. it's a touch. Oh, those are oh, those it's are a, buttons. A, because you want to use it's a touchpad, and yeah. they oh, they they've rigged them as buttons. And if you want to use the L one the, yeah. the L one and R one shoulder buttons, like those are the most important buttons because those are your like fire button and your grenade button your or run, your aiming button. Your... Can you switch those, or they just it goes like a default? You know, the one thing that I found really strange is that all of the games have a Vita mode. Like if you go into Battlefield, it's like, do you want Vita controls? And you can say yes, but it's really hard. At least I haven't found to manually map your controller which i think if you have vita support you should just be allowed to manually map everything but i think the biggest problem is is that the vita wasn't made forward thinking to the ps4 and i'm waiting for them to make a new like i'm like i just want the next vita that's made with them going like oh obviously we need the same amount of buttons as a ps4 controller obviously we need all these things hey, yeah. that would be super sorry, this would be weird sorry, it's super awkward. Awkward. It's it super would be awkward. awkward so it's only fun i will say like so i have four games for it right i have battlefield i have assassin's creed pirates I have uh, <coughs> NBA, and then I have Need for Speed. And NBA and Need for Speed are the only games that are really playable. I haven't played Assassin's Creed, but I assume Do, it's do you good. have to own the game on mm. Vita as well no. for no. it to work uh-uh. across? It like, okay. literally is just yeah. streaming a video of okay. what's playing on your okay. PS4. So it's, can so, I sorry, no, interject real quick? So that's the first time I'd ever held a Vita. Uh, i got to say I'm pretty impressed, actually. Um, the the touch screen too the the screen is all is a touch like, screen. It's like the a front and back but, are touch screen but so that uh it functions jay you were talking about this maybe two weeks ago but it functions as second screen right like you can do too. either you can do it depends <sighs> like it, so does the phone though they have a playstation app that can focus as second screen too stay with us Liz. sorry what i mean is what i mean is um you know i i think the one thing that the wii u has that is amazing that doesn't get credit for is the idea that you can change the channel on your TV and then like, oh, I'm now playing the game on this little handheld device. But yeah. the controls 
on my device are pinging the Wii U and my entertainment unit and coming yeah. back onto yeah. the screen. Yeah. And I think that concept is, <clears throat> for my household, that would be a big hit. And so this has this, right? That yeah. You can yes. do that. Well, so these controls on the Vita function as your controls for the PS4? They could. The only problem is, and this is the big flaw with this, is that I what I like more about the Wii U is that the Wii U controller is the Wii U controller. And so I can play the game on my TV. Then I can switch to the, my Wii U screen and I can just look your at it. Your control set doesn't and change. And I'm playing the same game. Yeah, whereas here, it's like Battlefield is... It's it's amazing that I'm playing it on the Vita. It is almost unplayable with that control scheme. When yeah. I was hitting the button, like if I was firing, I felt that's like what, I'm like I wouldn't do this. That's and what I was after. I admit they they said <coughs> in their like release notes for PS4 came out that you could specifically implement a separate control scheme for the Vita if you choose to do right. so. And it seems like they haven't done that. Like right. they're just using the out of the box solution, which is R2 maps to the back top right portion of the the touchpad, right. L2 maps to the you know what I mean. So it seems like there's a solution to that if people choose to, to embrace the, that. Yeah. The idea of having like a high-quality handheld like that, that is a separate device, uh, can play games by itself, can also function as a controller slash screen when you're in the room or the house or whatever, there's a really uh, enticing business model there. Like That's really interesting. And I, I, I really do strongly believe that as much as everyone harps on the Wii U, that's an amazing selling point to me. Like. Because of that, it, it's interesting. Like, the Wii U is interesting. And so for Sony to go after that, it's, that's a fascinating idea. And ho- holding that in my hands for the first time, I think, well, if you could map the joysticks appropriately and the buttons would be mapped without any effort on your part, then that could be a really successful the, addition to yeah, the PlayStation. The thing I think about they're going to bundle I, it, too. They are. In Europe, they're already bundling them. So you can buy a PS4 with a Vita. My problem right now is I don't want the Vita to be portable. Like, I wish the Vita was big like the Wii U because... I'm not going to... I don't really play with this outside of my place. That was my PSP. I yeah. I used twice. Exactly. Like, whereas the Wii U controller, like, that is exactly what I want. Is I want something that's a little bit bigger, that's comfortable for me to hold, but that allows me to stream my games onto another TV so that I can sit on the couch and play them. Like an Nvidia but Shield. Actually, but there's exactly. actually Vita games, that. too. That there is that. Game. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's like... Specifically there's, in, like, literally, yeah, like, three or four of them. And, yeah. And I bought... uh PlayStation, the PlayStation Plus, like yeah. from Black Friday, because it was like thirty bucks, and so I got that. And just the amount of games that you get from the PlayStation Plus is fucking amazing. They're doing a lot of stuff right. Like the PS4 <laughs> is sick. I'm sure the Xbox One is like this too, but the PS4 is so fast. Like clicking, if you're in a game, it is faster to just go back to the home screen and do what you have to do than pause. Like. You press that PlayStation Home button, and you're back on the home screen. Your game is is running. Your game's just like... <clears throat> it's so fast that when I'm in a lobby, and I have like 45 seconds or whatever in Battlefield, I can go to the home screen, look at what my friends are playing, even jump into the PlayStation Store, look at some <coughs> things, and then just press the home button again, and I go right back into my game right as I'm launching into it. Now, see, that's something I brought up at lunch <clears throat> the other day. I watched a video on the X, uh, Xbox from a guy I used to play Call of Duty with who does videos, but he was playing Forza. And and I thought this was neat. He's like, I don't I don't really want to talk about the game. The game's cool, but he goes, I want to talk about the what I like and I see could be huge for this. Was he uh, halfway through? He's like, um, Xbox, uh, uh, tack tw- uh, tack Twitch, Quack, it slams in, and he had a live stream from some other dude who just happened to be up on his his live page on Twitch that was just tacked onto the right side while he was playing. Now he's like, clearly, I'm not going to watch a live stream while I'm playing. But in instance, like you said, if I'm in a lobby waiting in between games, he's like. 
the amount of apps and once people get behind this kind of app technology, you could have anything going. He's like, so there's little cool things like that I know on that end yeah. that I think are on the line, the same lines because it was fast. I mean, when he said it, I'm sure he could have hit a button and I'm more of a button guy than <clears throat> sure. Xbox, do this because you have to be specific and even when he was doing his video, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd fuck this up. And he did. He's like, even when he was doing the commentary, he's like, well, I mean, if I said this command right now, you get what I would say. And he's like, and, you know, if I said Xbox, and as soon as he said Xbox, like that thing came back up. And it's like, yeah. stop listening. He's like, fuck, okay. You know, whatever. And you yeah. got to keep telling it. But uh, Adam, banana grabber called me like two or three weeks ago. And we had joked about like going to the midnight thing or trying to find one. And we, we couldn't. And I, I, I really didn't want to go out and buy one. But I was kind of like, whatever. If we could find one, you know, it would be yeah. And then week passes. I'm like, you get one? He's like, no, no. And then all of a sudden, some random ass Sunday or Saturday afternoon, I get, yo, found three. You in? Like, just, just like, I found them. Are you in? I'll buy it right now. And it just like, isn't it hit me? I'm like, no. I, because I, I, I know me right now. I just, it won't get played. Yeah. So I asked, he, I've been living vicariously through him a bit. Yeah. And he's like, every week, I'm like, what's going on? Did you play? And he's like, remember that one time I told you I played? That's still it. And I don't know, and, it, and it's not that it's the Xbox. He thinks yeah. it's cool. I mean, Jay, Jay could probably, he's probably talked to Jason more about it than he has me, but it just, the tech, like even the guy on the one video I had, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm sure the PS4 is amazing with games and that's who they're really centric. He goes, same as he goes, eh, if you're playing it on 360 now, guys, just guy right now, keep playing. I'm sure this is going to keep getting better. People are going to add apps. Or, or, like if you want a home te- entertainment center in your living room that does a lot of like home shit with your TV, it's awesome. Mm. He goes, but other than that, he's like, eh, you know. Well, I mean, that's the thing with, with PS4 right now is, like, there's, like, six games out or something. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, I played Battlefield 4. It was fun. I didn't really get into the online because I kept getting shot in the head. And then I <laughs> yeah. played Killzone, you know, Whoa, halfway through that. Shot. I, I tried Margo, uh, Marvel Lego Superheroes or whatever. That was pretty cool. And now I'm kind of like oh, yeah. bagging the holding plan. Yeah, I'm how's getting it Gina to play. Uh, I got her to play once, and I'll Never tell you again. what, man. The Lego games, or at least this game, like the puzzles are confusing. Really? Like the first level, they want you to put put water on a sand sand wall because you're you're fighting Sandman, and the way you do it is you have to like go climb on top of this thing, break apart this Lego piece, uh-huh. and then rebuild a a water cannon out of it. And on the right side of the level, there's also a pipe with water flowing through it. So we spent like 25 minutes trying to break this pipe because we had the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> the Incredible yeah. Hulk should be able to break a pipe. Absolutely. And the actual solution was just going up to this one object in the level. It didn't look like you could do anything yeah. with it and pressing a button. You're asking for and trouble. And the if first you put, level. You know? You're asking for trouble if you put the Hulk in the game and he can't break something. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So did the Marvel game really push the uh, graphic capabilities of the PS4? Yeah. yeah. Just it's crazy. They look like real Legos. Just throwing it out there. They look like It's pretty. I mean, I'm sure you could. it looks exactly the same on the PS3. Wait, can I tell you about the biggest graphical ones? My PSP, if they still were making Yesterday, uh, Pinball Arcade came out for the PS4. Now, Pinball Arcade is actually a pretty cool concept. It's made by a really small team. Or I, they're probably pretty big now, called Farsight. And what they do is they are they are to pinball what like the Gran Turismo or the Forza guys are to cars, where they're obsessed with pinball and they their game is just digital recreations of real pinball machines. That's cool. But with all the sort of love and care that you'd expect from a team that like lives and breathes it. So they'll go out of their way to find like, oh no, this is the perfect version of... And it's like a one-to-one? <clears throat> yeah, it's a one-to-one. 
And so it's on everything, actually, right now. It's on Ouya. It's on iOS. It's on Xbox. It's on PS3. And they finally got to PS4. And I was reading their description, and they're like, with the advanced lighting capabilities of the PlayStation 4, we now have over... 250 lights lighting up on some tables. Nice. <laughs> and it was like, and that's, that's what awesome. it had come to, right? Because you have it's a fucking pinball machine. Like, there's, there's nothing. Where, where can they push it? Where can they yeah. push it? 256 so they were like, lights. Yeah, that's there are like lights lighting up. <laughs> but I downloaded you know it's gonna it. Be is it good? I That's what I downloaded on the Vita, and then I never played it. I did the I Star Wars pinball. That was free. Yeah. That's been kind See, of I fun. played that on the Shield. When was it? E3 or we were at some convention or something, maybe Comic Con that they had. They had the Star Wars one on the uh, Shield. Yeah, it was it was cool on that. Yeah, because I, I, I like that streaming capability. And yeah, I, I like that it was free. And it's going to be the future, like what the TV stuff is to Xbox. The streaming stuff's going to be for PlayStation. Like I believe, you think so? You think the beat, think, the yeah. beat is finally going to blow up? Because PSP Vita. never really. Vita! I think the streaming stuff is going to so be. Okay. By the end of next year, you're going to be able to play. You're going to be able to subscribe to like a Netflix type thing for PlayStation games, and you're going to play PS1, PS2, and PS3 games on your PS4 and Vita. But it's going to be all streamed like Netflix. Mm-hmm. Reso Gun, you have to let me know how that works out. So, yeah. from what I have, I mean, I'm I think it's time. Dun, 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 dun. Thank hey. you, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. I think it's about that time. Not <laughs> that time. <laughs> Different time. Uh, so we tend to take. Uh, game of the year uh, seriously like we, yeah, we like some to, of us do, do? <laughs> okay well I do no last year year before you know we like to actually put some thought into it um, I think this year has been interesting because uh, you guys feel free to chime in here I don't think there's been quite as few or quite as many uh, big notable releases that have kind of contended for what we would consider game of the year so just to start us off, uh, so again, every year at the end of the year, we recap on some of our favorite <coughs> games that we've gotten to play, um, some stuff that's notable that we want to just kind of bring people back to people's attention, but then ultimately each one of us kind of go around and vote for uh, what we think uh, is the pinnacle of you know earning the game of the year. So for uh, you know Spike, the VGX is what they're called now. They used to be the okay. Video Game Awards. Now they're the Video Game Experience Awards. I don't know. Anyways, uh, for Game of the Year, the nominees Extreme. for them this year were <laughs> Bioshock Infinite, Grand Theft Auto V, Super Mario 3D World, The Last of Us, and Tomb Raider. And the winner there being Grand Theft Auto V. So, of course. Uh, why don't we go around and why don't we uh, yeah, go ahead and start with kind of notable games that you liked throughout the year. And then uh, um, you know, kind of sum up you know, what gets your vote and why. Josh, you want to say I, <clears throat> Notable games. Um, Infinite was really awesome. I mean, I'm still playing it. Bioshock Infinite. Um, I'm also still playing Tomb Raider, which was very surprisingly very fun. Um, and Grand Theft Auto, which I am mm. basically mm-hmm. finishing tonight of 100% completion. Mm. What? Wow. That should wow. be great. Which is quite impressive, actually, when you, you think about what 100% in that game means. Oh, yeah. There's you finish the, the game at 60%. Yeah, because when you actually you finish all the missions, you finish basically at 60%, depending on how many little things you've done before. And um, I thought I did a pretty good amount, but no, I didn't. There was there's many more things to now, do. Now all the hidden things, the jumps, the collectibles, whatever. You, Did them? Yeah. Do you have to find a map online? To do oh this? yeah, I'm sitting there with my laptop, like, okay, okay this is here, and get in a helicopter and, and go what, over there. What okay. map do you use? Do you use Achievement Hunter? No, I it, actually the um, the IGN wiki was actually pretty good because it has the interactive map where it shows like for you had to collect 50 spaceship parts. 
you know, and 50 letter scraps and 50, you know, jumps and 50 flying underneath a bridge with a helicopter and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, you can click actually where the location is and it gives you like a little picture and description just so you don't, you know, get too lost. But that's actually, I've spent the most time on that this entire year. So that's my kind of vote. I, uh, clearly anybody who listens to the show and knows me, uh, I'm a I'm a Call of Duty fanatic. Um, spent most of my year up until recently still on um, Black Ops 2, which you know I I still give it to them for as far as DLC content. They stayed. I got my money's worth out of what I spent earlier in the last year. The DLC kept coming through all the way to the very end of Ghosts. Um, I had fun with it up until the very end. Actually, I had friends just playing it last night. Actually, went back to it to play. Um, started playing Call of Duty Ghosts. I have not played the single player, which is probably not a surprise to anybody. I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> I have also not played Extinction, um, which is their kind of zombie-esque new game that they have, which did, is alien-based. Oh, did you play the one? I don't know which Call of Duty it was for. It might have been for Blops 2. The one that took place in like Alcatraz. with That's all the, Blops 2, yeah. That's yeah, Blops yeah, 2. Yeah, did yeah. you play that one? No, I didn't. I, I had hoped he was going to play some of that at some point. That thing looked bonkers. The, yeah, it looked cool, but I didn't, I didn't get a chance and to play And there were like all these celebrity voices, too. Yeah, yeah. It they, was like they got, they, Ray they, Liotta. They, yeah, they got some money behind it. Yeah, they got like mops. Like as yeah. mobster as you can get to play yeah. that. So I've been playing I've been playing Ghost, but I did break off, and I did play uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Um and and yeah, I I gotta go with Josh. It's um, it's pretty damn immersive, like in an impressive way. And for even more so for me this year because it's, it, or in general, just because it's it's Los Angeles. You know, and if you live out here and have lived in a lot of areas like I have in LA, there's so much there that you recognize instantly, like that. I don't even look at the map because I know where the hell the Beverly Center is, and I've drove past it ten thousand times in that game, and in since I've lived in LA, um, the way it looks. Graphically, what they were able to pull out of the 360 is impressive. The multiplayer was fun with all of us. Um, has it held my attention? No, but it's one of those games I knew when I bought it, it would be, well, if I go back to it, cool. If I don't, I'm not going to lose sleep over that either. Um, so, yeah, game of the year goes to, I'll give it to Grand Theft Auto. It's pretty impressive. I do like Ghost. <coughs> the Grand Theft Auto 5 gets it. Yeah. yeah. Fennel. Um, seeing as how. Grand Theft Auto Five is probably the only game of 2013 that I've played. That's not. That's uh, uh, actually not true. Yeah, it is. No, it really is. What about that stick and ball you were playing? <laughs> you know the one where you had to like yeah. hit in the little like stick ice ball. cream thing. Yeah. Stick yeah. ball. Stick ball. Um, I, I don't know. I said it at one other point on the show <clears throat> when the game first came out that I would love to play this game with an Oculus Rift HD and just drive around looking around out the windows and stuff like that. Um, it was fun. I think I played it for like two weeks and then have a go back to it for a couple of months. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll vote for that. Why not? It's the only game that All I played. Right. Uh, what do you? What game do you think I played? There's another game that? that I know you played and really enjoyed. Which one? Did you get to play Minecraft? No. Oh, did you that's, played Minecraft. Well, that's yeah, last that's year. Not, I'm playing that with my kids now. <laughs> I had just, a buddy. We just killed the end dragon last night. So. My buddy in my cube, he's like, oh, have you ever seen those swords? They look all pixelated. Like, they're <laughs> awesome. I'm like, it's a Minecraft sword. He goes, it's Minecraft. Okay. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole, man. Yeah. It's, it's the uh, Super Mario Brothers of today. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, yeah, which one? State of Decay. Oh, oh I did that's play State right. Of you Decay. were into that, man. Yeah, I played that. I don't think I give a game of the year. 
but it was fun. Just saying, there was another game. You're right, there was. Pecco? Um, I have six games on my list. Uh, I think two of them were not from this year. Hotline Hotline Miami and Thomas was alone. I played them this year. They were the first time I played. And I played the shit out of Hotline Miami. I've said it multiple times. I think it's probably in my top three games of the year that I've played. Uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance I had a lot of fun with. Um, Device 6 is an iOS game I thought was really, really cool. Um, and I, I had a t- trouble choosing Sorry. between my top two. Vice Six. Device Six. It's, Device it's six. a game by a company called Tomogo. They made uh, Beat Sneak Bandits, uh, Bumpy Road. Bumpy Road. Uh, it's a really interesting iOS game. Um, so take a look at it if you want to. But the two games I was I had to choose between were Grand Theft Auto Five. Obviously, I've had a shitload of fun playing with everybody online. And then uh, Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. And in my mind, I, I, I chose Legend of Zelda Link Between Worlds for, for my game of the year just because wow. uh, Grand Theft Auto V. You have Nintendo tattoos on your arm. Of Link. You be fair. You literally biased. have to vote for that. Slightly biased. But I, I think there, there was a couple reasons. One, GTA V, like, technologically, it's amazing. Like, you could literally play that game for the next year and not find everything and play online and have an awesome time. And, and I think that's it, it's a great game, taking nothing away from it. Uh, a Link Between Worlds, I played, I beat the entire game in, in like three or four days. I could not stop playing it. And part of it was the nostalgia, but the other half was like, they their goal was to utilize the 3D space. They did a really good job of that. It was, the, the puzzles were, were exactly what you would expect from a Legend of Zelda game. The game is just extremely polished and... When I finished it, I was actually sad that I'd beat it because I wanted to keep playing. So I, I, that, for me, it goes to, to Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. Cool, <clears throat> that's awesome. So I'll st- I have three, but I'll start with my number one. Um, Grand Theft Auto V is definitely my favorite game of the year. Definitely the best game of the year. Definitely the best game of this generation of like the 360 generation, and I would say it's one of my probably one of the top five games I've ever played. Like, I could not have liked that game more. Um, and I'm I, I still not as done you as up. you. Yeah, that I, reviewer was, like, the same way. I just I, can't... I can't find... Like, that game is so good and does so many things right. And it's just, like... It seems to me of, like, the... Like, there's no need to ever make another Grand Theft Auto game. Like, they have done it so perfectly and just nailed it. And I did not like GTA 4 that much. I loved Red Dead Redemption. But when I finished Red Dead Redemption, I was like this is way better than a GTA. Like, they're not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be able to be that big and that interesting. And it's just, the thing is, they did so many of the little things so well. Down to, like, the Beverly Center, where places were, hitting the right landmarks, all of that. So that is definitely my number one. But my next two, number two, Super Mario Land 3D, or Super Mario World 3D on the Wii U, is incredible and is like an amazing 3d mario game and it wasn't when i saw the trailer and even when i played it at e3 i was like it's not that like it's fine it's nothing special it's not like mario 64 where you can like go anywhere it's like very fixed where you can go and it's not like mario galaxy where it's like crazy looking at first glance it's kind of straightforward but everything in it is just so well done and the platforming is both like very easy to pick up and play but also like completely innovative and cool without being like 
you're still platforming. There's still it's not like it's innovative in that like oh my god now when you jump you actually go down it's like you're really just playing a platformer but it's like crazy that 30 years later they still can do things that make you go like oh shit why why did nobody do that before in a platformer so that game is incredible and i couldn't i was playing that over thanksgiving and i couldn't put it down like it's equal parts i couldn't stop playing it and now i can't finish it because i'm on the last world and like i know that when i finish it it's over and I like keep putting it off because I'm like Ugh, I really want to savor this and I can't pick it up and play it because I know that once I pick it up and play it like it's going to need my full attention and I can't like find a time where I'm like no I need to be completely engaged in this <laughs> you know that's a that's a really I like that you said that I hadn't really thought about it before that is a great way to describe a game if you don't want to play the last level because you don't want the experience to end. That's a yeah. great compliment to that game. Yeah, my friend Ryan once, uh, very drunk, said to me, you know what the worst part about the movie Groundhog Day is? And I said, what? He said, the credits. Because then you realize that the movie's over. Yes. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I think in a way, that's a metaphor for life. <laughs> but also, I, that's how I feel about GTA V. But or sorry about um, about GTA Five as well, but about Mario Land or Mario World 3D. And then my last game is actually a pretty new game. It came out just a couple weeks ago, but it's called Bleck B L E K. It's like a buck or two on the App Store. It's a mobile game, and it is just it's one of those games that when you play it, like it's not only like a brilliant idea that I've never seen before. I don't even understand how this idea went into somebody's head. Like, I'm not intelligent enough <laughs> to have this idea, much less, like, build it. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, even Portal, which I love. Like, Portal is, like, probably, like, right up there is my favorite game of all time. Like, Portal, I get it. Like, I understand how you can have the thought of, like, what if there was a game about Portals and you, like, shot Portals? I'd be like, I get it. It's not on iPhone, Liz. Oh, it's it's only on okay. iPad. And you'll see what the game is, is you draw shapes or you draw lines gestures with your finger on the screen mm -hmm. and you draw and you start and then wherever you stop it starts drawing what you just drew again in an infinite loop and you need to pass over like a bunch of different colored circles but what it is is it ends up being this like crazy game that at one point is really about programming and about like loops but at another part is this like free formy art game and it's just so stupid cool and such like a it's like hard to explain. It's that crazy different of an idea. And it's just one of those things that at first you pick it up and you're like, ah, oh, fuck these guys because they're so much smarter than I'll ever be. <laughs> and also it, it honestly gives you hope in the way that Portal did where as much as I love GTA V as being this like incredibly refined kick-ass video game, this Black game is like the exact opposite of that of being this like incredibly new idea that probably can't support more than like 65 levels or whatever. It's got 60 levels. The idea probably can't support any more for that, more than that, but it like completely is like, oh, this is why there's a touchscreen device that has $2 games. That, that's, it's that's how I felt about Device 6. <clears throat> yeah. It's like such a different idea, and it, can it really could only exist in the App Store ecosystem on an iPad. Like, you just wouldn't find it on another platform. Yeah. <clears throat> Liz. Um, okay, so I am new to console games. I only own one. Doesn't have to be console. Okay. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. Oh, God, I don't even know. Oh, it could be a board. Oh, then sorry. Definitely. <laughs> sorry. Always going to be this, game of the year. This year. Oh, this year. Not 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 seventy three. Close. Um, but yeah. So for me, 
if it's a console game, I understand GTA V and is great, and I'm sure even my seven year old son would pick that as the game of the year. You let your seven year old no, but he wants it. Um, Want it his entire life? What's that? He's wanted it his entire life. Pretty much his whole life. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but for me, I think the it's the game that made me go out and get a console, which was Infinity, and so I can play it with Ben. And even though I'm terrible at it, and he's much better, just like as far as like being an open world game that's child appropriate. Is this like product placement though? Because no, I not. think you need to do some full disclosure here. Oh, well, I work at Disney. Yeah, but I never played that game before, okay. and if it Just, wasn't Disney, I would have bought it anyway. I only feel bad because every time I see Jason Carter now, literally almost every time I go, "Hey, dude, Jopin, Jopin, you're Infinity." We got Infinity. He, he got my copy of Infinity. We both have it. Every time, Jay, you open yours, Jason looks at me with a little nod and goes nope. nope they even have a pirates of the caribbean land like i'm convinced like and they have not, yeah, they have a, like oh, i'm a big nightmare right? yeah no nah, neither one of us have dug in Come like, on. i want to i think he i will say too. it is a very i will back up liz on this like i played did i play with you no i played with jansen it's it's even more fun than you'd think it is yeah like whereas like i was kind of like oh this would be cool like the, well, the i only played the toy box mode i played some of the missions yeah. too and especially with two players it's like that competitive, cooperative stuff. Like it's pretty badass, and yeah. it looks beautiful. No, yeah, and like I want to show when you can like download other people's toy box stuff. Mm. Like that's very cool. Is like people can create worlds, and you can download other people's worlds. It makes me really happy that you both. Everybody said some amazing stuff. I think it's awesome. I think uh, I love that you bring up something about Infinity. We're gonna talk about it in a second. Uh, before I get there, Kearney, <clears throat> you yes. brought up something that I was gonna surprise everybody with, which was we're gonna do game of the year. And then after that, we're going to do Game of the Generation. <laughs> so I say that now. So I'm going to talk about Game like, of the Year. Like, like the console generation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I so can't pick Sorry. Of, of the last console generation. No, that's a board, a, that's a board game. Sorry, Liz. We're not talking about games of the greatest generation. <laughs> <laughs> I like that game. So anyways. Of so mankind? Shut up. <laughs> I'm old. I was going to spring it on you guys. But, but then I thought... You know yeah. what? I'll uh, I'll let you guys give it a little time. Now, to what's think that about game it? where you like get the stick and you run with the the wheel down the <laughs> street? That's Sean Fennell's favorite game. That's not a game. You just get a balls. stick and a Jason, ball. Jason. It's not a ball. It's like a little wheel. And you that's called surviving. You're just <laughs> pushing. A Jason Carter's ball. talking. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought I'd give you a heads up as opposed to just springing it on you. So think about of the last console generation. Uh, while I'm talking about game no. of the year, and then uh, think about what easiest you oh. put it down to, and a similar thing Not if there are, if there are notable Hotline games, Miami. if there are <laughs> <laughs> sorry, if there are notable games that you want to bring up, like I think this is an interesting time to reflect because we now have launched the next generation of games. Yeah. What's uh, what were some of the standouts for you? So, anyways, but for game of the year for me, um, there's a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Um, I think Liz, I absolutely agree with you. I think Infinity is definitely something that uh, is on my list to mention. Uh, in all truthfulness, I haven't um, played a lot of it. I got to play it at uh, E3. I've played the iPad version of it. Uh, um, uh, so I played enough of it to definitely feel uh, super confident to say it is up there. It's on my list of uh, games for the year. And I think the reason for that is something incredibly specific, which you also talked about, which is great, which is uh, there are so few games, uh, interactive entertainment experiences in the world that cross generations. Gaming is so much about us. It's about the 18 to 35 male and the blow stuff up. And don't get me wrong. I love that. I love that. It's, that's me. Like, I like entertain, doing that stuff. But I am always really, really drawn to games, movies, any entertainment experience really that can cross generational gaps, that can 
cross gender gaps that can reach uh, multitudes of types of people as opposed to just big numbers of a certain demographic. And so Infinity does that, right? Infinity, uh, there's something appealing about it to just about everybody who gets in there and plays it, whether it's the art design, whether it's like the levels, uh, you know, the toy box mode. Anybody you talk to has played that game has had fun playing that game, right? There's, I haven't met anybody who's like, this is absolutely stupid. I hate it. You have fun in that world. Mm-hmm. And so to me, for that very reason, mm-hmm. there is no other game uh, this year mm-hmm. that came anywhere close to that. To, to infinity? To, and beyond. To that, <laughs> uh, to that piece. Yeah, to infinity in that piece. Um, so that's the game you're in? No. He's just saying, so I don't no, know why that just clicked for me like 10 minutes after. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, that's that's not game of the year, but it's it's certainly on my list to mention. I am not um, all here tonight. This uh, the next one. Uh, I have played none of it. Mm. I literally have not played a second and of it. Assassin's it. Creed Pirates. It's on my list. Assassin's Creed Four. <laughs> well, that's just because it has pirates. True. Yeah. No. What's hard? Seriously- Wait. Do you like pirates? <laughs> gmail.com? Who was it here that likes pirates? In all seriousness, though, I think. I'm always impressed with any franchise that can reinvent itself and not lose heart of kind of what made it fun. And if you, you can watch the trailer for the game and see that they're taking it into a completely different direction this time around. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> is it, it's out, right? Yeah. Why have you yes. not? It's totally out. Is that on your Christmas list? Is that why you haven't got it yet? Because oh, okay. you want Santa. No, I hear it? you don't want to play it in front of your kids because it's rated R. I can't even laugh without the R. These are good jokes, Jason. <laughs> no, they're not. Hold on. Hold on. Let me clarify. As the person who said that last one, that is not good. We all backed your play. So yeah, yeah. I like how they're the same jokes that Jason tells. Yeah. Just coming out of someone else's mouth. That is funny. Your reaction, very funny. So, yeah, Assassin's Creed 4, it has to, Black Flag, it has to go on my list. Just because of the scope of it, because water is so difficult to do in real time. Uh, CG, and they have just nailed, not just nailed water, (laughs) but the idea of jumping in and out of water Uh, and the caustic, like, look of it, uh, I just, it has to go on my list, uh, not game of the year. Uh, And then, um, I think we also, I I haven't played this one either, but it has to be mentioned as Last of Us. I'm not a PlayStation guy, so that's why I haven't played it. Uh, It would absolutely be definitely for me the the playstation game i would have played i would like to play it uh it looks incredible i think um one thing that we know of naughty dog historically is that their storytelling is impeccable and so i just i thought it was worth mentioning because of the storytelling involved uh so for me it comes down to two games uh that honestly are so neck and neck it's really difficult for me to uh talk about can i I guess yeah all right state of decay and gta 5 those are them yeah (laughs) So I've talked at length about about State of Decay. Uh, They're very similar in a lot of ways. They're both open world games. Um, I I think if State of Decay was at the same scope that GTA was, if it was that long of a game, that involved of a game, um, terrifying is what it would. I would have that would that would absolutely get my vote. Um, I agree with everything you guys said about GTA V. I was with Kearney. I did not care for the fourth one. I bought the game. I still have it. I lost interest a couple hours in. I just didn't like that game. But Assassin's Creed, or uh, sorry, uh, GTA V 
is a completely different story. And it, for me, it doesn't have anything to do with L.A. Because honestly, the, where I live doesn't exist in GTA Five. It so, does. No, it doesn't. Kind of does. No way. It's that, uh, uh, it's that redneck Hall area. Kind of yeah, does. No. I try looking for my. I try looking for our street, Jason. <laughs> but so uh, GTA Five is a technical accomplishment, unlike anything I think has ever been done. <coughs> Which in I was going to say. You mentioned water from a the water in GTA Five is I I think is pretty impressive. Yeah, down to when you're on a, in the sub, even. Yeah, they got they got Some. atmospheric. To play more of this game. Yeah. They got atmospheric stuff pretty well. There's a lot of cool shit that happens. Yeah, yeah it's pretty. It's pretty dope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's it's really really tough for me. Uh, I I you know if you, I won't go into too much detail because I've talked about it at length before. But State of Decay is just such an unbelievably well balanced game. Uh, I think it's it's much more balanced than GTA Five is as far as gameplay and interaction. Uh, it's not quite to the technical level that GTA Five is. Uh, so I've actually spent quite a bit of time thinking about it. Had State of Decay been a bigger release, and I mean bigger as far as the world being bigger that you're exploring, uh, it being longer of a story, the storytelling being a little bit more involved, it would have been a no-brainer for me. Uh, but at the end of the day, I'm actually agreeing with you guys, and I'm giving it to GTA Five for the one simple reason of I am not a multiplayer. I, say, I don't this, play. <laughs> this bridges the gap yeah. for you. Yeah. It, this absolutely changed my view of gaming. This made it so that... I have played, I think I'm only 6% through the game or something like that, through the, through the campaign or whatever it's called, the single player. But I, am, I was addicted to uh, playing multiplayer with you guys. Like, that was so much fun. So much fun. And honestly, like, I, I miss it, like, a little bit. Like, yeah. I want to get back in that. Like, that's a super fun thing. You finally converted him. <laughs> I, so, borrowed, <laughs> I borrowed an Xbox 360 to play that fucking game online. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's how great it is. It, so... Absolutely, you, to me, that one. I got to shoot friends in the head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It's cl- it was a close call, but I definitely have to give it to. Uh, I have to give it to GTA Five, uh, and so at that, I think it sounds like Game of the Year for Nerdtastic in 3D officially is GTA Five. Yeah, with an honorable mention to Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds and, and Disney Infinity. Uh, so congratulations and sorry. to <laughs> to Rockstar. What you is did, that? You did. Accomplished something truly amazing, and uh, hey, from all of us, from some your core demographic, we're super, yeah. super proud of that game. Yeah. When do they get their trophy that we make? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh no, and, we're you should give them some of well. your nuts. <laughs> so, Josh, <laughs> ship them really good. Ship them off, Josh. I want to. I don't know why you just ignored We'll me. go back around the circle for generation. Although I didn't give you a ton of time, so I'm happy to start if you'd like more time to think about it for uh, greatest game of the, the last direction. generation. Man, that's tough. Uh, Hubert. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's a different generation. I know the fucking Vector Star Wars game. I say if you just the know arcade. it, say it. Because I'm. I, I got a list. Wreck that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to Peco. Go ahead. So send I, me over to Peco. Uh, well, send me a list. What? I mean, it shouldn't be really a list. It okay, be no, like, no, let's just I, nail this I think, one. No, I'm talking about if there are a couple of honorable mentions or things that stand out absolutely like maybe three four maybe yeah well uh, so i i there's a my <clears throat> obvious one is grand theft auto 5 right like that to me the games that are on my list are, are mostly like open world games i spent a lot of time in and the 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 game that showcases the technology that like made me actively excited to log online and play with people is grand theft auto 5 um and i forgot that this game was actually part of this generation but fallout 3 is is on my list because I spent 70 plus hours playing that game and it was the the game while I was in college where I didn't have a lot of time to game 
that I kept coming back to and spending all my free time gaming playing that game. So that game's on there. And then I had to put uh, I, just an honorable mention for, uh, for Portal 2. Like, Portal 2 was... I mean, Portal 1 is amazing. Portal 2 is, like, the next step. And it, the, the puzzles in that game just make you feel brilliant. So those three games. Uregard, so GTA you, 5 is the what, top. What, what, is, what is this generation? What yeah. is it? This uh, last 360 ten years? PS3. 360 PS3. Yeah. We and we. Yeah, I was going to mention that. It's probably Wii. it's up to you if you want to include Wii. I think there are some amazing things done with the Wii. Some, I mean, let's talk about innovative for that time. Whether or not, I mean, it's up to you, I guess. If you think the Wii counts as that generation, they were all released around the same time. They're considered that generation. So sure, include it if you want to. You know what's weird about it? This, like, I would say. My answer is, is GTA Five because it's the first game in this generation that has like made me really want to complete it one hundred percent, which I haven't been able to do with any other game. <clears throat> but honestly, I want to say that's Gears not of true War. at all. By the way, you have completed another game one hundred percent. No, I haven't. You have no Avatar: The Last Airbender. No, I just got yeah. a thousand. Oh, I just got a thousand <laughs> achievement points. I didn't yeah. complete the game, uh, but. Honestly, and this is only for my own personal satisfaction, is was Gears of War 3. I was actually just really wanting to see how that story wrapped up. So I was beyond excited, and I just remember being enthralled in the game, wanting to know what's going to happen, wanting to know what does, you know, what, what the outcome of everything. And so when I finished that game, I was just like... And I was I was kind of excited about it, like oh my god! And it wasn't even the greatest game at all, you know, at all. But for me, it was just kind of like wow. So that's kind of a, I guess honorable mention. And then Portal Two, as well. But so those are me. So GTA Five. Yep. Anyone else want to jump in? I can go for it. I would say so. I said it was easily <laughs> GTA Five, but I'd like to change my answer. I would say. Game of the generation. I'm going to do my sportscaster voice. I liked NHL 2012. (laughs) No, um, I would say Portal 1 is probably the closest to a perfect game I've ever played. From the length to the story to the gameplay, everything about it I loved. So Portal, then neck and neck right behind it is GTA 5. And then, I don't know, I feel like there's got to be like an Xbox Live game or something because I played the hell out of those. That, like, perfectly does it for me. And I just went to Metacritic to look at their top game. <clears throat> but I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Like, those two are, like, the best games I've played in generation. I loved Miami Castle Crashers. Castle, Castle Crashers to me was so much fun. It was simple, simplistic. Like, I loved just building up my guy. And, yeah. Uh, admittedly, I did spring this on you. But uh, can we, can we, we I mean, back to it. I don't know if this is too much, but like last the generation before this generation didn't even have digital downloads, mm-hmm. you know. So like maybe that's a another thing to consider. Like <coughs> was the because like Hotline Miami isn't on my list because it's not a AAA blockbuster, but it's definitely the my favorite of the last ten years downloadable games for sure. Oh, I see. You're you're saying should there be like a separate section? Like here's yeah. like retail, like full on AAA, and then there's more. A little yeah. bit lower indie. Yeah, I mean, we can we can separate it out that way. I mean, there's mobile. also like we forget about something like Rock Band, 
came out this year. Like that. That's true. Yeah. That game's pretty close to oh, me. Josh, like just I was going to say to you. I mean, you put some serious games, time yeah. into. Uh, That's actually true. Into, into Rock Band. Oh yeah. Or Guitar Hero. Both. Fucking both of them. Both of them. That's a good point, Kearney. I mean, how many games have you played in the last generation? Infinity. She just named them. No, I think I. I solved one puzzle in Portal 2. Woo! Yes. Right on. Did it. The person I was dating was stuck, and I said, why don't you just do yeah. that? And then they did that, and they were like, oh, son of a G- bitch. Give me the, give me the controller. Like, You're smarter than me. Controller. And that was the catalyst. The room, like, that was the catalyst for the breakup. For thanks, Liz, thanks for beating that. Get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. You're so smart. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't... Like, I just, just I vote don't for what you know. know. Yeah. Infinity. All right. And Portal 2. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> Three honorable mentions. I'll dive in. I uh, I kind of have. I it's funny. I kind of have three two. I I'm kind of Kearney through the curveball because he's right. I mean any any of those any of the music games are, are just huge. I I, pl- I bought Rock Band. I played Guitar Hero. Uh, I was big into DJ Hero, which I, I still kind of really like. Um, j- almost even just for the music, like I can sit and play that game just because I like the tracks that they've mashed up. My one of my big first ones was the which sort of bridged the gap for me to get into consoles. There was there was two. One was uh, Modern Warfare 2, because that was my dive into my addiction now, because I was playing it on the PC, and I bridged over to play with friends on the console, and I found I was buying both games, and I was playing both pretty equally, and I did the same thing with Black Ops. Um, so Modern Warfare 2, Gears of War. Gears of War was the first console game in this generation that I was like Josh. I not only was I into the multiplayer, which was a whole new kind of dynamic of just a four and four, and it's just I thought it was sick for the graphics. The storyline, I really wanted to play through with somebody. I wanted to play through co-op. I wanted to play through once upon a, and I don't really do that anymore. Um, and I was addicted to that. From a technology standpoint, though, I think GTA Five is the third to that. Like I, I think they have pushed that box to about what it can do um and and regardless of where it is la or wherever i there's there's just so many points in that game where i stop to take in what they've done and that it doesn't chug it like it doesn't lag things are happening in real time and uh and it works so I, yeah it's a it's a toss-up I, I i think bridging the gap for me was a huge thing because i'd still be a pc gamer playing those and i and i think having a mixed group of friends on console and pc helped that gap but probably Modern Warfare 2 because I think and other guys I talked to that was sort of a defining kind of moment even for the Call of Duty people like things started to change because that even geared how the Treyarch guys did their Black Ops games so yeah I'll go there it's mine I'm uh, I'm torn between Modern Warfare 2 because I played the hell out of it and um, I, I can't really pick between Portal 1 or Portal 2 so I'm just going to say the Portal series because it's probably the most fun I remember having playing a game by myself. See what would what would different like what would make you pick one or the other? Like, you know, Kearney said one. Like yeah. why would one be better than two? Good question. Or two be better than one. I don't know. I, I that think it was I like new? I think I like the payoff of Portal Two better. So I guess I'll pick Portal Two. As the as See the why did you line. like Portal One more? I think the length. I think honestly, for me, it's because I like it. I'm so hard pressed, and maybe I just have rose colored glasses. But I'm so hard pressed to find something wrong with Portal One. Like it's so difficult for me to think of like, oh yeah, maybe they shouldn't have done that. Whereas with Portal Two, 
there's the few like there's the goo levels Actually, which were kind what? of like all right and I there was I, the in between I think I have to pick Portal 1 2 because I feel like the I feel like the puzzles were more challenging in Portal 1 and I feel like in Portal 2 they were trying to get you through the story mm-hmm. so that you could get through the story which was a great story like don't get me wrong was probably the funniest game I've ever played but I think Portal 1 the the length like I thought mm. that they told the same story that BioShock told they told it in three hours, and Bioshock took, like, 25. <laughs> and I just felt like they told, like, such an interesting story, and that game was over before you knew it, and you were like, oh, my God, I loved everything about that, rather than it dragging on a little bit past its, like, welcome point. Fair enough. I like short games, to be quite honest. Yeah. I got a lot of time. I got no time, because I got a lot of I'm, shit I'm to do. I'm kind of hard. I'm trying. I know there's a game That's that funny. I went back and played multiple times, and I'm trying to remember what it might have been, but it's escaping oh, you, me. You, uh, oh, God, not Far Cry, but what was the other one that you played oh, for a while? Fallout game? No, not Fallout. No. The, um, the, one you, the one you're into as well, Jay. Mass Effect. Yes. Mass Didn't you play the shit out of that? I did. I played a lot of Mass Effect. But uh, it got repetitive. Yeah, Mass Effect doesn't stand up to... I don't think some of those other games. Yeah. So, uh, so your Portal I, One is I, your yeah. I, I think they just the experience of Portal and just kind of the difference in gameplay and the strategy behind yeah. it. <laughs> kind of box. Yeah, kind of a uh, it kind of bubbles up to the surface for me. Like GTA cool. Five is sitting on the shoulders of a whole bunch of games that sort of established that platform, but Portal was a, really just a new thing that kind you, of came and hit. Yeah, you. That's such a great way of saying it. Like GTA Five is an amazing end. Like that's an amazing bookend to that generation. Yeah, but it's sitting on the shoulders of giants, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Like, do I think GTA Five is the best game of the year? I do. I don't think it holds a candle to some of the other games in the generation. Personally, uh, for me, there are three games that I define the generation to me. Um, they're actually all uh, more recent in the last couple years. Um, some amazing games along the way, for sure. The one I have to just sort of throw out, like this is a fourth one that I just have to throw out and just say, like, I will never forget this game for the rest of my life, which is Wii Sports. As stupid as that sounds, like every Wii came with it. I bought it because of it. I played it last weekend or two weekends ago with some uh, friends that came to town. Like, it's a, like literally you hand the controller to a three-year-old and they can hit a baseball. And you hand it to my two-year-old and, and you know, she can try to bowl. Like... I mean, we talk about these games that cross generations. Yeah. Nothing, no game I've ever seen has done that. Like, like Wii Sports, and it's simple, and it, it will. It doesn't hold a candle to some of the other stuff. But I just gotta throw it out there for that, right? Like, that's we, cool. we had a Wii Sports bowling league at the bar I worked at. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's like that's that's a super. That's awesome. of, of course, you did. That's a super innovative, right. innovative little game, and they were so tiny, and it came with a console. But it's, it's worth mentioning. So for me, uh, the three that that I have to mention are. Um, Halo 4 to me is amazing I think you want to talk about the pinnacle of graphics I actually think the graphics worked on in Halo 4 is, it, it surpasses uh, GTA 5 personally in my mind of course I'm biased I like that game that, that, that series but I think the graphics is uh, that's the pinnacle of graphics for, for this generation uh, and then uh, I 100% agree with most of you guys uh, that portal that, that game changed gaming for me like it sounds a little heady but uh that that showed me that games weren't just let me go slay dragons for 147 hours or let me shoot people in an epic historical setting and or a modern setting that there was something that could truly be completely different and make you use a very different side of your brain Mm -hmm. um 
and he, the fact that it was like such a non-violent yeah exactly first person experience exactly like you're not out there to kill stuff you're out there to avoid getting killed even uh, this the story of port like how portal got made like it shows like what game development has become like anybody can get into it you know yeah. as, a, as a college project yeah uh for me Portal 1 is revolutionary in that, like, wow, that came along and changed a lot of minds. Uh, I 100% believe, though, that Portal 2 is a refinement of a really, like, a refinement to perfection, in my mind, of a great idea. Any faults that I have seen in Portal 2 are, like, the like Sean, you talk about the goo levels for me. Those were, like, just an expansion into uh, making you think about a first-person game in a puzzle way. So that was amazing. And then uh, I have never never seen voice acting and I say this even to the degree of I think in the animation world as entertaining as Weekly. Yeah. That character is so uh is so immersive. Like that that is so entertaining to watch. I just you go I went back and played it uh you know in the fall and uh it's just an incredible game. Incredible See, I game. loved in that the um the announcer kind of of the president like the old recordings yeah the guy that does the chicken, farmers chicken. yeah yeah his lines every single line awesome. that that dude came up with was gold to me yeah. i was sitting there every time i'd come on and be like what is he gonna say yeah. what is he gonna yeah. say yeah. and then laugh my ass off yeah and then uh you guys may laugh at this but uh so for me halo 4 is in third place for the generation uh and first and second is so close between uh portal 2 and Minecraft, <laughs> and I know you guys may laugh at that, but I, I there's I not been I didn't mention Minecraft, but I, I'm kind of there with you. I think actually, another other two things that would be on my list would be Minecraft and Lego Star Wars because yeah. I played the hell out of Lego Star Wars, and <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a really fun game. I don't know if it's game of the year worthy or game of the generation worthy, but it was definitely and mine there. Minecraft is an XBLA game, and to me, um, if I look at every single game in the entire generation, I don't think there's a single game I'd rather go back and play over and over and over and over again than Minecraft. Uh, at the end of the day, though, if I had to say one game, it's Portal 2. Nothing nothing holds a candle to like the perfection of that game for me. That's it. Sweet. Portal 2 it is. So, or actually... Portal, I guess the Portal series, right? Portal series. Well, yeah. we, we talked a lot about that. I actually think more people voted for GTA 5, though, didn't they? For the actual game of... That's true. The generation. I, game of the generation. I, I, may change thrown, my I probably would have thrown out, because it did go to console, but it was in the generation of these consoles. I probably would have thrown out Team Fortress 2 mm-hmm. as well. That actually ruined <clears throat> my life. For, yeah. Can you count Orange Box as one game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I it, well, that's what I, I mean. I think you could. I mean, that's that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. But uh, it, that is a whole a first-person shooter sh- shaded with tune shading, yeah. but that could be also competitive to me, like sort of changed. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It was but amazing. if we are, I would totally choose... Orange box because yeah, because the Half Life series as well was was a really fun first person shooter experience yeah. for me. I think that concludes 2013 for Nerdtastic in 3D. What do you guys think? Happy Kwanzaa! 2013. Anybody know what Kwanzaa is? It's a it's holiday, an African holiday, isn't it? Yeah, let's ask Jay Pecco. Oh, yeah, Jason. Hashalama Rakem. Rake them in. How, how long should you rake them? Is that what you just said? Oh, uh, yeah. Jeez. Jeez Louise. Well, let join us in 2014 when there's going to be no Peko, but twice as many sports. <laughs> all the heavy hits. God. All the crazy touchdowns. And even the slam dunks. <laughs> 
ladies and gentlemen, this has been Nerdastic oh, in 3D. And Sports oh, Corner! 2013, episode number 81. My name is Jason Carter. I'm Josh Sabrat. I'm Jack Geckler. Sean Fennell. Jason Pecco. I'm Sports, the sports guy! And I'm Sean Kearney. I'm Liz Heron. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next year. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Bye! Nerd testing, nerd testing, nerd testing.